Hello, I'm Afia Salter and I'm here to help ambitious women just like you learn how to unapologetically manifest an extraordinary life. Whether that's finally finding and living your soul's purpose, building the business of your dreams, or kicking it back with a cocktail, margarita for me, you best believe I'm right there alongside you, strapping in for the ride. Okay, gorgeous. Ready to dive in? Let's do it. Today we are joined by a very special guest, one of my previous clients and just an extraordinary human being, Hope Harden. Hope is a solo traveler and virtual assistant from New York City and her goal is to inspire people to go after the things they want with no limitations. On this interview, we dive into so many different things, including why Hope began coaching, what her life looked like before and some incredible... For this week's mindset moment, we are going old school. Yep, that's right. I'm talking all about texting. Remember that thing we used to do before social media came along? Texting your friends is the new, I don't know what it is, but (laughs) I've just started texting my friends as opposed to connecting with them over social media. One, because it means I spend less time over social media, but two, it means you're more intentional about that interaction that you're spending with your friend rather than getting distracted with a hundred things in between and scrolling through someone's feed or looking at those hilarious memes or getting stuck in a TikTok rant. When you're actually texting your friends, you're fully present in that conversation and that means you can be fully present for yourself as well as the other person that you're talking to and who doesn't want more intentional relationships in their life. Of course, nothing beats actually picking up the phone, but if you don't have time for a full-blown phone call or if you just want to have a quick catch-up, texting is the way to go. Trust me on this one. And before we get into the episode, I just want to take a quick minute to remind you that my one-on-one coaching program, the Manifest Edit Mentorship, is now officially open for enrollment. The Manifest Edit Mentorship is my one-on-one coaching program for ambitious women who are looking to manifest that next level of success in their life. This is the program for you if you have been dreaming for a life bigger than you're living now, but there's something stopping you from reaching it. In this program, I'll teach you my five-step framework for effortless manifestation and how to practically apply it to your life in a grounded way. This program combines the science, the strategy, and the spirituality, plus you'll have me guiding you with my one-on-one support. Throughout the course of the program, you'll gain clarity on what it is you want to manifest, You'll learn how to overcome your limiting beliefs and how to truly step into that next level version of you and begin embodying with every fiber of your being. In today's episode, you're going to learn a little bit more about what that coaching relationship looks like and what exactly is involved. But you can head to the link in my show notes or DM me over on Instagram with the word mentorship to learn more and apply. See you inside, gorgeous. And without further ado, here is the interview. So welcome to the show, Hope. Thank you for having me. Thank you for inviting me. I'm so, so excited to be here. And I'm excited to have you here. So for anyone who doesn't yet know you, can you tell us a little bit about you and what you do, what you're all about? Um, so my name is Hope. I am a solo travel blogger and virtual assistant from New York City. So I was stuck in India during the entire, most of the pandemic. Um, and then I came back home started working again. And then uh, you started coaching me, which was a great experience. And then I pretty much started my VA business. And now I'm booking clients. And it feels great. Yeah, I'm excited uh, for everything that's to come in 2021. So let's step it back a little bit. Talk to me about being stuck in India. How did you end up in India in the first place? How did you end up stuck there? And what was that experience like? 
so I was solo traveling. I was supposed to go to, well, I did go to Bali. Then I was in India and I was supposed to leave and go to Tanzania after to teach English for a little bit. And about three days before I was supposed to leave for Tanzania, um, I had been already traveling through India for about a month. And my mom was like, you know what? I don't think that you should go to Tanzania. Like, I don't think now is the time to be traveling. And I was like, no, I'm okay. Like, there's only like 60 cases. This is not the big deal. It's like wow. a common cold, just like clueless about everything that was about to go down. <laughs> um, and then my mom's like, nope, I, I think that she should come home. And she's not someone who is normally concerned like she trusts that I will manage things. Like I will get through whatever it is, but she was really concerned and that made me concerned. So then I was like, maybe my mom is right. Like maybe I should just book a flight home. So I booked the flight home and about 24 hours later, they announced the lockdown. And yeah, from there I was stuck for four months. Wow. What was your first thought when they announced the lockdown? Um, when they first announced the lockdown, I was like, okay, quarantine is two weeks. I'll be here max another two weeks. I've only, I've already been here for a month. So it's not going to be a big deal if I'm here for another two weeks. And then about a month and a half into quarantine, I was like, okay, kind of feels like I'm never going to leave. And then two months in, I was like, oh my God, like what is happening? And then my birthday came and went and I was like, I'm never going back home. And then panic really started to set in. Um, and then towards the end, my mom would call me and she would be like, you're okay. Like, it's okay. <laughs> um, it was it was an interesting four months, a range of emotions I've never, ever felt before. How would you say your mindset was during that time? I would say it was, oh, I was so anxious. And I think so was the entire world, but it was like, will I ever leave? What will happen next? Like... And, and I was around people who were not the most positive. Like I remember I would cook with all the people that I was living with. And there was this one guy um, who I was living with and he would wake up and say things like, oh, we're not getting out of here until September. Meanwhile, we were in like April. And I was like, this is not what I need to hear right now. So I just like had to keep it together, right? Cause there's like, I'm with a whole bunch of strangers like I had to depend on myself to keep it together. So I would like listen to podcasts, like uplifting podcasts uh, from people that I admire, Glennon Doyle, um, Brene Brown. Like I was just listening to so many podcasts and I would like talk to myself um, all the time, which I, I'm a fan of talking to myself. Like I do it all the time. Uh, and then, yeah, that was pretty much it. I depended on podcasts a lot. Wow, and yeah, cause I can imagine being stuck, you know, in your own home is one thing, but being stuck abroad with no idea when you're going to come back, when you're going to see everyone, watching the world around you turn into a complete shit show, for lack of better words, I can yeah. imagine that would just be like such a challenging time. So, you know, congratulations for getting through it and coming out on the other side. So this was all happening in April. What happened between April and July, I think, was when we started working together. What kind of led you to the decision to, you know, look for coaching or to make that kind of switch? So, again, like while I was in India, um, a life coach had reached out to me and uh, I didn't know she was a life coach. I wasn't like familiar with life coaching, had no clue like she was trying to like get me to become one of her clients. Um, and then I had gotten on a Zoom call with her and we had like talked and she asked me all these challenging questions about myself 
that I had never ever thought to ask myself before. Like we were diving deep and she was like a stranger. And I was like, oh my God, like this is a lot. Um, and then I wanted to invest, but I was like, I'm stuck in a foreign country right now. Like now is not the time for me to invest in life coaching. Um, so then when I came back home, I was like, okay, I'm back home. And I'm really interested in that thing that happened in India. So let me find, uh, I, she, she, I didn't reach back out to her cause she made it seem like, a like I wouldn't be able to sign with her after the period that we had had that zoom call. So I was like, okay, let me find someone that can like, let me reach out to people that I know and find out where I can find a life coach. And then I reached out to you and you were the life coach. And I was like, okay, this, this is a sign. <laughs> I love it. And yeah, um, Hope reached out to me by DM. She's like, hey, do you know any like life or business coaches really looking to make some changes this year? I was like, wait, that's what I do. I could help you with that. She's like, oh, I'm like, wow, what a synchronicity that you reach out and this is the person that you're looking for. And so um, tell me what were your kind of thoughts and feelings before coaching, during coaching, and how has that kind of evolved for you? Before coaching, I was like, oh my God, Hope, like, this better be worth the investment. <laughs> like, I just remember thinking like, oh my gosh, well, we're in a pandemic and you're spending money on life coaching. Like what? And then I was like, I, I remember having so many doubts. Like, is this a good investment? Is this the best investment that I can make at this time? And then I was like, you know what, Hope? Like, it's okay. It's okay. Like, just go with the flow. See what happens. What advice would you give to anyone kind of having that same feeling around investing or even doing the work like the the homework, the soul work afterwards and showing up to the sessions, what would you say to someone who's kind of a bit hesitant about doing that? Even though it seems like to invest in a pandemic is not the smartest thing to do financially or whatever it may be. Um, I think that now is the time that we need to invest in ourselves so much uh, because there's just constantly so much happening in the world and everything feels so, so crazy. And I feel like to get my mind like together and right during this time was what I needed. Because if I didn't, if I didn't have this outlet to have coaching, I mean, I don't even know what would have happened. Like, I remember like not even wanting to go to work because I had to deal with clients at work and like communicating with people all the time. And it just, it wasn't working out. Um, and then throughout coaching, I was like, oh my God, this is like great. I remember like being so amazed at soul work. That was like my favorite, favorite part of like coaching with you. Um, just to be able to like notice things as we would talk and have a session and then be able to dive deeper after the session. And like so many things were revealed to me during that time. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like this is like incredible that I'm able to dive so deeply into like where my limited beliefs stem from and all these other things. So to clarify what Hope's talking about in terms of the soul work is that we would have our sessions. During the sessions, we would talk about any kind of struggles that were coming up or things that Hope wanted to work on. And then after the session, she would have this homework or soul work to go away with and kind of work on that deeper. So this would be anything from journal prompts to exercises to meditation, or even I remember one of the things was um, finding out about your human design as well. That was cool. A lot of people think that coaching is just, you know, you jump onto the session, you talk to someone for an hour, that's it, you go away. But I think the after piece, like the homework and the chatting in between is almost as important, if not more important, because it gives you a chance to actually integrate it into your life rather than just like hearing something and it just being something that someone has said, you know? Absolutely. So 
you talked about it being your favorite part. Is there any specific um, soul work prompts that you can remember or a specific homework that you did that you're like, wow, this one really blew my mind? I would definitely have to say at one one specific session we had where uh, I had like this limiting belief around everything in my life being set in stone and like everything being on like one linear thing, like this is what you do, this is what it is um, and there's no changes. Um, and so then I realized that like so many of these beliefs were not mine. They were from people that I grew up with, family, friends that like, oh, you have this career, this is what you do. Oh, you do this, that's what it is. And so I was having like this tug of war between myself and my beliefs where like, I know I want to do this and I know this is what I want for myself, but like, this is not what people usually do. Um, and so for me, it was the soul work that came from trying to figure out like where those beliefs came from and how I could better navigate them. And like realizing that like, I'm the captain of my own ship. Like I'm the one who gets to decide what my dreams are. Um, and no one can limit me, right? Like no one can come in and say, hey, Hope, like this is what you've got to do. Like, this is what your career should look like. This is what your life is like, should look like. Like, it's like, no, this is what my life is going to look like because this is what I'm choosing for myself. Um, yeah, so that's like one of the big chunks of something that I remember that I really, really loved. And like realizing that like, I'm the captain of my own ship. Like I'm the one who gets to decide what my dreams are um, and no one can limit me, right? Like no one can come in and say, hey, Hope, like this is what you've got to do. Like this is what your career should look like. This is what your life is like, should look like. Like it's like, no, this is what my life is going to look like because this is what I'm choosing for myself. Um, yeah, so that's like one of the big chunks of something that I remember that I really, really loved. Especially when you realize, wait, this was never my idea to begin with, but I'm the only one right now who has the power to change it. And choosing to take that responsibility piece can be, it can be challenging because it's like, well, I didn't even put this here. However, there's so much power in taking that responsibility because it's like, I'm not only responsible for where my life is at right now, but I also have that same amount of power for where my life is going to go in the future. So what do you feel like from all of the soul work, all of the coaching sessions, everything combined, if you could like sum up to one thing, what would you feel like your biggest takeaway or biggest kind of breakthrough moment was for you? I think that I've gotten to a point where I never would have said that I completely love, honor, accept, and trust my journey. And now I could say that with so much confidence. Like, yeah, I completely love, honor, and accept my journey. And like, I don't know where I'm going to be in five years, but that's like the magic of it. Like, uh, it's like so incredible to be able to say that because before it was like eggshells, like, oh my God, like, I don't know what's going to come next. Like, where do I go? What do I do? And it's like, no, like relax. Like, um, so I think that for me, the biggest takeaway was like not learning how to navigate my limiting beliefs when they come up, but also being able to feel all the feels and then be able to accept your journey and like accept where I am at this moment um, and look forward to all the things that are yet to come. I love that self-acceptance piece as well because you know so many times they'll just rush into like oh this feeling's so uncomfortable I want to get rid of it but you're actually at the point now where you can say this feeling's uncomfortable I'm going to sit with it for a moment 
and then I'm kind of work out what to do from here and I'm not going to berate myself because I'm having this uncomfortable feeling this is just part of who I am and I love honor and appreciate all those parts of me even those parts that aren't you know typically seen as like sexy or great to have it's like these are part of me too and all of them contribute to the whole which is pretty fucking incredible so I love that so how do you feel since completing your coaching journey what do you feel has changed for you where are you at now you have so many amazing wins like I'm excited for you um I definitely feel much more confident like going into things than I was before like I feel like I would be confident but just super nervous super anxious and now like every time I go into something completely new I'm like no girl like you've got this like whatever is to come, like, like, just accept it 100%, be okay with it. Um, Be open to things not going the way you want them to be. Uh, Be open to things going absolutely, incredibly amazing. So now, like, every time something new pops up in my life, I'm like, oh, I don't know if this is going to be great. I don't know if this is not going to be great, but I am open to whatever it has uh, for me. And so I am more open to accepting things and like, accepting challenges as well as like all the positives that come along with my journey and when it comes to facing those challenges do you have any particular techniques or mindset tips that work for you if someone was in a similar position to you where they do feel a bit of a fear around what's going to happen next how would you encourage them to kind of shift their perspective and approach things from a more neutral point of view So recently what I started doing was like every time I would have a limiting belief, I would write down, well, not necessarily a limiting belief, but like doubt. I would write down all the things that I could imagine would go right. And then a couple of things that could go wrong. And it's like, for me, the good always outweighs the bad or like good is like, no hope you have to do X, Y, and Z because look at what the outcome could be. Um, And so yeah, I've, I've just been like going for it. Nervous, scared, maybe a little anxious, feeling it all, but still like going for it. And um, like, I still have so many doubts that come up and like, uh, I'm challenged so much like all the time, but I'm, I just wake up every day and I'm like, okay, today's a new day. We're going to start over. We're going to start over. You get to change your story at any moment because this is your ship and you're the captain. <laughs> um, yeah. I think that is such an important point you made because on this journey of growth and especially when you are growing so rapidly you might even feel like there are more challenges come up so it's not that you do the coaching and then you're like in inverted commas fixed and life is like amazing it's like no life is amazing regardless and there are going to be challenges and there are going to be things that come up but what changes is the way that you approach those challenges and how much they impact or affect your life and how you move forward from them so it's not about being healed or fixed but it's about how can I see things differently how can I shift my perspective and how can I move forward in a way that is going to uplift me rather than feeling like I'm dragged down or anchored to something that isn't serving me oh my gosh yeah I love that we just we're on zoom we just had a moment we just had a moment on zoom everyone Uh, so at the beginning of our coaching journey I remember you said for the dream for you was living abroad working abroad but you didn't really know how that was going to happen for everyone listening how has that changed and what does that look like for you now are you any closer to that vision oh wow this is a great question so I since my first solo trip 
first, my first solo trip, I never imagined that I would have taken a second one or planned on taking a third one. Um, and I never in a million years ever thought that I would be looking to travel full time. And so after my second trip, after being stuck abroad, I still want to do it again. Like I still want to go out in the world and explore again. And so I needed a way to be able to sustain that. And for me, it was like, how, how can you sustain full-time full travel? And um, it was hard in the beginning because I don't know anyone that travels full-time. So I had to meet new people, build a community of people on my own, like go out into the world and like find them and talk to new people and like connect with people on the internet who have done or are doing the same things that I plan to do. Um, and so that's how I found out about virtual assistance through uh, another solo traveler. And I remember being like, what is she talking about? Like virtual assistance? Like she wants to travel full time. And I'm thinking like, is this even like a real thing? Like there's no way this is a real thing. Um, so we connected. Now I'm a virtual assistant myself and I started hot assistance. And at any moment now when the pandemic is finished, whenever that'll be, I can pick my business up and go anywhere in the world as long as I have Wi-Fi. And I'm just so excited to be able to say that. So excited to be able to say that at any moment I can like book a trip and go anywhere and just like be able to live my life and do all the things that I absolutely dream and desire of doing, even though they once seemed like such a far-fetched, crazy idea. And for anyone who's listening who doesn't know what a virtual assistant is, could you explain what that is, what a virtual assistant does, what it's like running your own virtual assistant business? Um, so a virtual assistant is someone who provides professional admin, tech, or creative assistance uh, remotely. So it could be from anywhere in the world. Um, and usually we're self-employed. Um, but yeah, that's what a virtual assistant is. Amazing. And do you find that you're doing one specific type of work? Is there anything that you love to do more? Or do you find your clients are geared towards a certain area? Or is it you could be doing something completely different from one client to the next? So at the moment, I'm doing different things for different clients. Uh, but I do a ton of like creating schedules, which I absolutely love because I love a juicy, good routine. Like I love an awesome routine. Um, so I have a client where <laughs> I currently have a client where like I'm cre she just doesn't she doesn't know what to do. Like she just goes, gets up and just like anything happens. And I remember being at that point like some time ago, but now I'm like, wow, routines are crucial to being as productive as possible. So I find myself making a lot of uh, calendars for my clients, um, as well as creating. So like I'll create so much content. And I remember once upon a time, I used to think that I was not a creative person and like I couldn't create things. But now that like I've actually learned how to create, um, I realize like how good I am at it. And that's something else that I do. I also provide, I guess, tech support too. Um, but yeah, you could do a range of things in terms of, you could be a graphic designer and be a virtual assistant. Uh, you could be so many things as a virtual assistant. I love that you said you've evolved into that kind of content creation side as well, because I do remember on one of our calls, you were like, yeah, I've looked into this virtual assistant thing, but you need to create loads of content for social media. I don't really know if that's kind of my thing, you know? <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like something I would have said. But now it's just like so fun. Like I love, oh, I love Canva. I feel like Canva is like, holy grail. 
Um, and I'm getting into Illustrator now on Adobe. Adobe wow. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Big ranks, everyone. Love that for you. <laughs> I do want to give you the opportunity to share some of your wins from time coaching together. Obviously, having your own business is incredible. And I would so love for you to share your kind of story around I mean, I don't want to give too much away, but on our last day of coaching together, there was a story that you had that you sent me over text. And I feel like you just have to share it for everyone listening. So when I first started working uh, with you, I had created a list of manifestations, um, but I had also created like something that said on November 19th, which was the very last day of our 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 coaching sessions that I would have two virtual assistant clients. Um, and up until November 18th, I didn't have any clients like they would come and then they would schedule a zoom. And then I would think something's going to happen and then nothing would happen. And on November 19th on November, like even now, like saying it out aloud, like I have chills on November 19th, I landed two clients. The first one happened randomly. I woke up. Someone was like, hey, I want to schedule a Zoom with you. Um, and then they got on a call with me. And then later that night, I landed the second one. And I just remember crying because I was like, there is no way that months ago, I said that this would happen on November 19th. And it is November 19th. And up until yesterday, I didn't have two clients. And now I have two clients, like out of the clear blue sky, like what? And I was talking to my mom and I was like, literally the universe was like, you didn't say the 18th of November, you said the 19th. So we're going to wait until the 19th and give you the two clients that you want. <laughs> I love that. It's so funny. And it's incredible the way the universe works. And I think for a lot of people, they'll put so much pressure on how is it going to happen? How is it going to happen? How is it going to happen? And that leaning back and surrendering part is can almost be the hardest part you can take the action you can do your practices but just knowing that it's going to happen and having that faith it's going to happen up until the last minute when it looks like there is no possible hope of things happening just shows the importance of keeping your faith until like the very end and beyond because everything happens in divine timing and now look at you with your huge virtual system business ready to travel the world when it's possible serving clients getting all of these incredible testimonials from your clients as well that have been stalking on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to listen to this in a year from now and see exactly where I am. Oh, me too. I'm going to add that to a reminder. Me, me too. I'm going to follow you up in a year's time and be like, hope, remember you said this in this interview, where are you at now, girl? I think that the changes that will come after coaching are incredible wins. Like they're, they're wins that like I otherwise wouldn't have had without coaching because there would have been no way for me to dive deeper into my limiting beliefs without someone there to guide me and hold me accountable along the way. I think that accountability part is important because you can go online, you can find all of these things, you can, you know, you can even listen to the podcast, which I do myself, but sometimes you just need that accountability part of, okay, this is the goal that I'm setting for myself, but other than me, who is holding me accountable to this goal, is it actually going to happen unless someone's like, get your shit together in the most loving way, of course, you know, but at the same time, having that someone, knowing that someone's going to be there saying, are you doing this? Are you doing this? And pushing you further than you might even think that you can go is so so valuable and obviously I invest in coaching myself and have experienced that relationship firsthand and yeah it's honestly been such an honor working with you and following your journey and even continuing to follow your journey every day on social media it honestly gives me so much joy 
and like you say the best is yet to come and already you have achieved so so much so I just want to say that I'm so proud of you and honestly yes very excited for this next step in your journey thank you thank you so much so before I let hope go we are going to dive into some speed dating questions so these are going to be some rapid fire questions for you hope are you ready I am ready so do you have a morning routine if so what is it Oh, I love this question. Well, what a perfect way to start this off. Okay. So I wake up in the morning and the first thing I do is I get, I brush my teeth and I get green tea. Green tea is like, so we're kind of similar. Coffee makes me anxious as well. Green tea is just like the perfect amount of caffeine that my body needs to be up and alert. Then I bring my green tea back to bed and put it on my nightstand. And I, as I, as that's cooling, I meditate. And then once my meditation is done, my tea is at the perfect temperature to take my first sip. I know, I know. It's incredible. You gotta try it. You gotta try it. Um, And so then after I take, after I take my first sip, uh, then I will open, mm, let me see. Then I, I do a couple of things. I will either journal first, depending on how my brain is feeling. Or I will just open my laptop and start my workday. But as I'm opening my laptop and I start my workday, I play affirmations on a soundtrack in the background by a woman called Tony Jones. And her music is just like so great. It's music, but it's affirmation music. Um, and I just play that as a, like I'm sending out emails and I'm starting my day and like I sing along as I'm doing it. And I sip my green tea on the side (laughs) and it's just great. It's the perfect way to start my day. Oh, I just love it. I love it so much. Like I hold on to my routine now. And I remember how hard it was for me to get a morning routine when we first started coaching. Oh my God. But now I found one and I nailed it. Yes, I love that. And I love that hack about getting the green tea. And yes, like Hope mentioned, we are both people that like coffee just sends you us into like an anxiety spiral. So green tea is just like, mm, just hits the spot perfectly. And I love Tony Jones and all of her affirmations tapes as well. Like, oh, maybe I'll even put a link to it in the show notes. So you guys have to experience it. Do you drink coffee when you're traveling? Oh, I mean, I'll like try if I'm like in a special country, like, you know, you have to try their local coffee and then I'll have instant regrets. Like, what have I done? <laughs> Do you? Yeah, I do. Yep. Uh, what is your favorite personal development book? Ooh. Just one? Okay, I'll let you have three, only because you asked nicely. Okay. Um, the Untethered Soul, More Than Enough by Elaine Welteroth. Third would be a book that you're not the biggest fan of, but I absolutely love. Um untamed by glennon doyle <laughs> i actually love that you mentioned the untethered soul though because when we started coaching i was like wow hope there's this book that i think would be really incredible for you and then hope's like actually i have this book on my shelf i've just never finished it and then through reading it she's like this book man it's it's there's so many big concepts in here I don't know if i'm gonna be able to get through it and then she's like okay my mind is blown my mind is blown so seeing all the stages of you reading that book and now it becoming one of your favorites is such a full circle moment yeah Um, it's but it's it's important like I think that the books that challenge you the most are the most important ones and for anyone listening who hasn't read it could you give one of your biggest takeaways from the book or like a piece of advice that the book gives you that you've kind of held on to um stay open no matter what 
like I am someone who over time I felt like I was beginning to close myself because of negative um, connections that I may have made with people. And so I was becoming a super closed person. And I remember like reading as I would read through the book, it would say like, no matter what, you need to stay open. Like if you don't stay open, you will always feel unfulfilled. Like you will always feel like there will be lack of joy because you're staying closed and you're not being true to yourself and staying open. So that was like the biggest part of the book that I will like always remember. Like no matter what, no matter who is like a horrible person or like who is not nice or like who does whatever to you, always, always, always stay open. I think that was such a powerful lesson as well. And the way that he says it, because, you know, you'll hear people say, be vulnerable, stay open. And you're like, how do I contextualize that? But having just that simple phrase in your mind, stay open, it just like, you can like feel yourself almost like a flower, just kind of like blossoming and just like letting things wash over you. So yes, that was one of my favorite books of last year as well, actually. Question number three, what is the most recent thing you have intentionally manifested? Um, I would definitely say my first two VA clients. And that was such an amazing story as well. It just goes to show the universe works in such incredible ways. Question number four, what is your favorite affirmation or affirmations at the moment? I am only responsible for the energy I give out. I am not responsible to the way people receive it. (sighs) Mic drop, mic drop moment. (laughs) Okay, number five. I know you're going to love this one. Favorite country in the world and why? Oh, (laughs) Um, definitely Barbados. I am a Bajan at heart. My family's from Barbados. And I mean, like everything, like some, there's some times where like my mom will make like maybe like something sweet from the island and I will bite into it and it will be like, nostalgic like I would I would close my eyes and it'll feel like I'm back on the island um it's like that it's the only thing that at this moment that brings me like nostalgia like having food from there and like closing my eye or like a drink and smelling it and being like whoa okay I'm not there I'm still in New York (laughs) (laughs) I love that uh number six what are you currently obsessing over Bridgerton on Netflix (laughs) I love that too I love that too I started watching it I was like what is this and then by episode three I was like okay I'm just gonna finish the whole season in one day yes that's exactly what happened with me when I first um I saw like the first 10 minutes and the thing about me is that like when I start watching a show if it doesn't catch me within the first 15 minutes I close it because I feel like you have the first 15 minutes to get my attention. If you don't get it then, then it's just like, I'm just like not even going to watch this show, but everyone kept on raving about it. And I was like, no, I got to watch this show, but it's really, really good. I like it. I love it. I also love the amount of black characters that are in it. I was like, oh, I thought, cause this was ye old, we would have like one at best. And I was like, there's a black lead. Hold yeah. on. Yeah. With amazing prose. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Number seven, what is one thing you'd like to accomplish in your lifetime? Mm, This is great. Uh, Philanthropist. So like my thing is I want to leave an impact over leaving a legacy. Um, And so 
philanthropy, uh, just like any type of philanthropy in general. I mean, I have some ideas already, you know about it, but like it's a secret for now until uh, it comes out. But yeah, philanthropy is like a huge one for me, just like giving back to the world in any way. And I can't wait to see Hope's Secret Project come to life also. <laughs> Number eight, what is your star sign? My star sign? Yeah. Oh, my sun sign, Taurus. I am a Taurus, but I don't relate to being a Taurus at all. I relate to my rising sign much more, which is a Capricorn. I'm a Capricorn mm. rising. Uh, number nine, who would play you in a film about your life? Gabrielle Union. <laughs> wow, that was like a really quick answer. It's almost like you thought of this before. I definitely did. <laughs> Because someone's definitely asked me this before. Like, people have asked me this plenty of times before. And it was something that I once had to give a lot of thought to. And once I came up with an answer, every time people ask me, I was like, yep, that's it. It's Gabrielle. I love that. Like, without even a blink, it was like, yep, Gabrielle, you knew. I was like, wow, I don't even know who it would be for me. Number 10, name one of your favorite mindset or manifestation hacks. One that's huge for me is always thinking of the positive versus thinking of the negative. Because I think that, like, when we think of mindset, the first, like for me, it's always like negative thoughts that come to the forefront, the positive thoughts come in um, when making a huge decision. And um, I feel like every time that I've chosen to focus on the positive, I've had a positive outcome. But when I choose to focus on the negative aspects of something, it always falls to pieces because I'm choosing to focus on the negative things. So it's like every time I put my foot forward, it's like, no, we're, we're going to think about what could go right here instead of what could go wrong. Mm, and just making that immediate shift. Yeah. And last question, what makes you feel inspired? Watching people show up 100%, literally like with no fucks given, like they are willing to like show up and be like, this is exactly who I am. This is exactly what I stand for. And here is why. And just like, I guess what it would be is authenticity, like, and transparency. Um, it's just like so inspiring to see because it's so rare to come by. Uh, yeah. That's an awesome answer. <laughs> Thank you. So that sums up our speed dating questions. Hope for everyone who wants to find you online, where can we find you? You can find me at Hot Assistance on Instagram, which is H-A-U-T-E, Assistance, or thehotexplorer.com. And I will leave a link to both of those in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining us today, Hope. It's been an absolute pleasure. And everyone, make sure to check out those links in the comments as well, because Hope shares some awesome tips for growing your social media and having a presence online as well that you definitely don't want to miss. Thank you so much for having me. It was so fun being here. And there you go. Wasn't that an incredible episode? Hope has so many insightful things to say from choosing to be the captain of your own ship and steering it in whatever direction you choose, even if that's not the traditional route that's seen among your friends and family, and also about the decision to invest in yourself even when it's really fucking scary. If you want to learn more about my one-on-one -on -one coaching program, you can head to the link in my show notes or pop me a DM over on Instagram with the word mentorship. If you enjoyed the episode, don't forget to screenshot and share it over on Instagram with at ifiasalter underscore and also at hot hope, which I will leave a link for in the show notes.
Thanks for tuning in today. I am so glad to have you here. And if you love what you've heard, remember to subscribe and leave a review because it helps even more people find and enjoy the podcast. And I just appreciate it so much. One last thing before you go, what was your biggest takeaway today? Screenshot the episode and share on Instagram at afiasalter underscore to let me know. Okay, can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, gorgeous. 